What kind of music is bad for balloons? I don't, I don't know what. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the children's hour. Kids Public Radio. I looked out my window. Much to my surprise, I saw a big colored balloon. It was flying through the skies, flying through the skies. It looked like a flying rainbow or a giant ice cream cone. Then I soon discovered It wasn't alone No, it wasn't alone Let's get in a balloon, a big balloon and fly away Get in a balloon, a big balloon and fly away Get in a balloon, a big balloon and fly away Fly away, fly away. Imagine flying like a seagull, drifting through the breeze, hopping from cloud to cloud to cloud, being higher than the trees. Higher than the trees I wanna buy a ticket For a ride in a balloon So I can touch the stars every night And silhouette the moon Silhouette the moon Get in a balloon, a big balloon 
From a CD called Spinning Tales, that's Steve Pallara and his Cool Beans Band with the Big Balloon Song. Well, you're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. I'm so happy to be with you today. And there's a whole lot of great kids with me. Hello, everyone. Hi. The crew is on Zoom. Let's see who's here. Hi, it's Melissa. Hi, it's Evan. Hello, it's Zen. Hi, it's Luminata. Hi, it's Daniel. Hi, it's Octavia. Hello, it's Amadeus. Akadoodoo, it's me, Imogene. Hi, it's Maya. Hi, it's Isaac. Hi, it's Lucas. Today on the show, we're going to be talking balloons and ballooning because. Albuquerque, New Mexico is home to the largest gathering of hot air balloonists in the world. There's a huge balloon fiesta that happens in the fall. It's beautiful. The skies turn into colorful rainbows of balloons just flying every which way. And we have gathered a lot of audio over the years of being part of a balloon chase, being on the field when balloons are taking off all around us. And we've also explored artists who use balloons to make incredible sculptures. That's the folks in Aragami out of Rochester, New York. We're going to talk with them. We'll find out also the history of ballooning and so much more. Plus, we have the kids in the Extinction Diaries. Stick with us. This is the Children's Hour. Marmalades from Scotland, rugs from Pakistan. Mexico has jumping beans and cars are from Japan. Clowns are from the circus, barking comes from dogs Eggs come from a chicken and lock heavens come from logs Tall buildings, New Jersey has its malls. Giza has a leaning tower, will it ever fall? The ocean has the fishes, London has a tower. In Holland, they have windmills, lots of bikes, and pretty flowers. Italians make it best Ants can make an anthill And monkeys make a mess Hungry isn't hungry And french fries aren't from France Turkeys aren't from Turkey They can't fly but they can dance
Haven't you always wanted to fly? Since the beginning of time, people have wanted to take to the skies, but it wasn't until 1783 when the Montgolfier brothers of France tested the first ever hot air balloon, and it worked. The brothers used paper and linen to construct their balloon, and then they positioned it over an open straw fire, filling it with hot air from the fire, which made the balloon float away. What makes a balloon float is that the air inside the balloon is hotter than the air outside of it, and therefore it's less dense, causing the balloon to lift up into the air. After several more tests, the Montgolfier brothers tried sending their hot air balloon up with passengers, a duck, a chicken, and a sheep. Then on November 21st, 1783, less than half a year after the first test flight, a physicist and an army major took flight in a Montgolfier balloon. The flight was watched by nearly everyone in Paris, including King Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette. After 25 minutes of flight, they landed safely outside Paris with much celebration. By December of 1783, Jacques Alejandre Charles made an ascension in another type of balloon, the gas balloon. Charles's balloon was similar in shape, but instead of being filled with hot air from a fire, it was filled with hydrogen gas. The gas balloon could fly to a height of 9,000 feet. By the following year, Joseph Montgolfier launched a new giant balloon called La Flasse from Léon. This balloon had a 22-foot wide wicker basket that carried seven passengers to a height above 3,000 feet. The balloon craze had begun and spread throughout the world. Both men and women adventurers built balloons to take them to the skies. The first balloon voyage made in the United States was from Baltimore, and its passenger was a 13-year-old boy. By the late 1700s, balloon ascensions were taking place all over the world. A school of aeronautics was formed in France, and balloons were used to celebrate Napoleon's wedding and were demonstrated to George Washington. By the 1800s, distance records were being set, and balloons were being used for weather research. To this day, you can see weather balloons soaring high in the air, carrying instruments that monitor the conditions of our atmosphere. Unmanned balloons are used in this research, and typically they fly to heights above 100,000 feet. Distance ballooning has also become a sport, using hydrogen-filled balloons that are recognizable by their round shape. Gas balloons dominated the world of ballooning throughout the 1800s and all the way until the mid-1960s, when the first hot air burner was invented. Now, the most common type of hot air balloon is with a gas burner, burning propane gas. It works in the same way as the very first Montgolfier balloon that burned straw. It's heating the air inside the envelope of the fabric balloon and raising it slowly off the ground. It's true that in the last 250 years, ballooning has really taken off around the world.
I were a big balloon hanging in your big bedroom. I could fill myself with air and maybe float away somewhere. Take a trip to Tim Buck to learn to dance the boo galoo. There's no telling what. I'd do if I were a big balloon. Oh, I could fly across the sky, above the clouds, above the crowds. Oh, I could dance with Mr. Moon if I could be a big balloon. I wouldn't need an air. The great I can tell you test the greatest I could go just where I could go exactly where my fancy take a trip to Mexico Stop for lunch and I maybe stop for lunch and poison There's no telling what there's so many I'd do if I were a big if I found myself a really big I could float Above the boats, above the seas, above the trees Oh, I could dance with Mr. Moon If I could be a big balloon Oh, I could fly across the sky Above the clouds, above the crowds Oh, I could dance with Mr. Moon if I could be a big balloon Oh, I could dance with Mr. Moon If I could be a big balloon May the winds welcome you with softness May the sun bless you with its warm hands. May you fly so high and so well that God joins you in laughter and sends you gently back in the loving arms of Mother Earth. He's off on an adventure we don't think we'll see him soon Floating through the air on Jimmy's big balloon He's drifting through the clouds, lightning just might be his room Way up in the atmosphere in Jimmy's big balloon He got a big balloon at the county fair And when our Jimmy grabbed it, he rose up in the air A bright red piece of rubber with helium inside We dove to grab his ankles, come back here Jim, we cried He's off on an adventure, we don't think we'll see him soon Floating through the air on Jimmy's big balloon He's drifting through the clouds, lightning just might be his room Way up in the atmosphere in Jimmy's big balloon But off he went so swiftly, above the tallest trees He clutched the string more tightly, got caught up by a breeze We got reports and sightings across the USA They saw him in Des Moines, he flew through 
Tampa Bay He's off on an adventure We don't think we'll see him soon Floating through the air On Jimmy's big balloon He's drifting through the clouds Lightning just might be his rule Way up in the atmosphere In Jimmy's big balloon Way up in the atmosphere In Jimmy's big balloon Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs supports the Children's Hour. October 14th is the next solar eclipse. Learn more at nmeclipse.org. Electric Playhouse supports the Children's Hour. Find your play at Electric Playhouse in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's fun for kids and adults who want to play like a kid again. Electricplayhouse.com. The Children's Hour is supported by the New Mexico Humanities Council. Welcome back to the Children's Hour. Before the break, we heard Paper Rainbows with Big Balloon. Jimmy's Big Balloon is Dave Rudolph from a CD called Westward Woe. The Balloonist Prayer was read by Eli Stone. And Big Balloon is Roger Day from a CD called Ready to Fly. Where do they make balloons? Way back when was They Might Be Giants. Well, a lot about balloons. We're thinking about balloons today on the Children's Hour early in October is the Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta. 
There's a reason the Balloon Fiesta happens in Albuquerque. It's because we have something called the box. That's a set of air currents that essentially allow a balloonist to take off and land in the same spot. By riding the air currents in one direction and then another and then another, and then they find themselves back at their starting place. It's a pretty cool phenomenon. A lot is happening around Balloon Fiesta here in Albuquerque. Balloon glows at night, which is when the balloons get inflated and they burn the burners and it just glows the colors of the envelopes. It's very beautiful. There's also the Great American Gas Balloon Race and that takes off from the Balloon Fiesta Park and those gas balloons will fly for days. Several years ago, one of our kids' crew members, Jenna Ritchie, got to ride in a special shape balloon during the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta, and she made a little audio journey of what that was like. Take a listen. Balloons are inflating everywhere around me, like huge bubbles just popping up. I will try to make it in English. <laughs> I'm here with Lucie Devien, and you're the pilot of Pico? Yes, I am the pilot of Pico from Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu. And um, Valérie told me that you are the organizer for the event in Quebec. Yeah, you're right. I am the balloon master in Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu. And what do you do as the balloon master? Uh, we decide is it flyable or not. We give information to the pilot and they take the decision after we tell them it's flyable. But it's always a pilot decision to fly or not. So what's your favorite thing about ballooning? Oh, to meet people and uh, to uh, show them the balloon and talk around the balloon with the people. We're now up in the air. We just took off. We are. Comment dit-on? Qu'est-ce que tu. Décollé. We are in the air. We are. Nous sommes décollés. <laughs> Nous sommes décollés, and there's balloons spread out all over the city, but we are in the air, and it feels like, like he said, we're in an elevator, but it's really weightless in the sky. It's really awesome. We hear the sound of the burner as it takes us up higher into the sky, but other than that, it's just perfectly silent up here. Valérie and Lucien just dropped us off after having a wonderfully easy landing. So this is Jenna Ritchie signing off. I just had my second balloon flight in my life and it was wonderful. C'était fantastique. Anyway the wind blows, that's where you'll find me Cause I ain't holding on to nothing Look for me when the rain goes, the clouds are all behind me And you'll hear the birds as they sing Donde va el viento, ahí me encontrarás, pues no estoy aferrado a nada. Buscame tras la lluvia, las nubes atrás de mí. Escucharás las aves cantando. Mm -hmm.
in darkness. I feel so low. Air fills cloth. I want a balloon, a loon, a loon that I can tie a ribbon to. And my balloon, a loon, a loon can drift away. And I expect it very soon that my balloon, a loon, a loon will be floating in the skies of Mandalay. Let's go walking in the green, green grass. Let's go down to the park. Swinging on the swings, sliding on the slide, we won't come home till dark. You can throw the ball to Peter, he can throw the ball to me, then I'll turn around and throw it back to you. Then just to make it perfect as a perfect day can be, there is something that I want so much to do. A balloon, a loon, a loon that I can tie a ribbon to And my balloon, a loon, a loon can drift away And I expect it very soon that my balloon, a loon, a loon Will be floating in the skies of Mandalay Let's have a party in the old tree house. Let's have toast and jam. Let's all dress in our parents' old clothes. Let's have cheese and ham. We'll pretend that we're deserted in the jungle, where the animals are coming very soon. And the only hope of rescue is to write an SOS and tie it to a balloon, a loon, a loon. I want a balloon, a loon, a loon that I ribbon to and my balloon 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 can drift away and I expect it very soon that my balloon 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 will be floating in the skies of Mandalay and I expect it very soon that my balloon 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 will be floating in the skies of Mandalay 
Balloon, a loon, a loon is Tom Paxton. And before that, you heard a little cinquain done years ago on the Children's Hour. That was Jessica with her cinquain on balloons. And then before that, you heard Seth Hoffman with Anyway the Wind Blows, a song about hot air ballooning. We're going to leave the hot air balloons up in the sky and come back down to earth and talk with some balloon artists. On the line with me are artists Larry Moss and Kelly Cheadle, and they are part of an organization called Aragami. You can actually see their amazing work by going to Aragami, A-I-R-I-G-A-M-I.com. But you're on the phone from Rochester, New York. Kelly and Larry, welcome to the Children's Hour. Thanks for having us on. So you are artists working with balloons. Tell us what you do. Well, that pretty much sums it up. Both of us are artists with uh, just varying backgrounds in visual performance arts. And over time, we've balloons are just the material that we've settled on. That's just a very different sort of thing. It's it's very it's an accessible material for lots of people. It's not like your your traditional art media. So for us, it, it's fun and it gets attention. So you're using these latex balloons that we see you know, magicians and clowns use that get twisted. Is that right? And and you're yes. making huge sculptures out of these balloons? Correct. Everything gets broken down into little tiny pieces, no matter what kind of artwork you're working in. You know, if you're painting or you're drawing, you know, you're, you're starting with smaller circles and adding them together to make, you know, bigger pieces. And basically we're doing the same thing. We're just, instead of drawing a circle on a piece of paper, we're making a circle or a triangle out of balloons. How? How how do you do that? How does how does one make an actual structure out of latex balloons? Well, if you think about it, I mean it's just a matter of using your imagination. When you were a little kid and somebody handed you crayons, you didn't know what to do with them, but you played until you you got a sense of how creative you could be with that simple little wax piece. And so with balloons, it's it's no different. We just started with a different material and played around until we started to get a sense of what could be created. And that's what we do with kids or or adults, anybody that takes a class from us. We spend more time playing and focusing on the experiment, the experimentation of it and letting, letting your imagination go wild. Um, And that's really, that's really what it comes down to. It's more imagination than technique. I mean, certainly you learn, you learn the techniques, but if you were to think about working with clay or stone or anything that you can, that you can shape or mold or, Put together, this is just one other material to work with. It actually reminds me a lot of knitting. When you take, you know, you're taking a big long string and then making loops and and, and twisting them together, or basket weaving. There's a lot of similar techniques that we use. That's fascinating. And you all are known for making fine art r- replicas out of balloons. Talk about that. <laughs> well, um, a number of years ago. I was getting fed up with people who would come up to me and say, wow, you know, they see balloons. So you had said earlier we are balloon artists, and generally we, we say that we are artists and we happen to use balloons because people get this picture in their head that a balloon artist makes poodles. And people would look at my work and pause and go, wow, what you're doing, it's, it's like art. And you can imagine that started to really annoy me. And it occurred to me one day that if I took the things that people were already calling art, the, the great masters, and re, reimagined them with the material I liked using, they, could, they would stop telling me that it was like art because they would already know it was art. 
It's amazing what you've produced. And on your website, which again is airigami.com, that's A-I-R-I-G-A-M-I. You have a fabulous portfolio of all these things you've done. American Gothic is in there. I mean, several others that are pretty familiar. But here's something amazing that one might not have thought of with making balloons out of clothing. Clothing made out of latex balloons. Wow. Where do you wear a balloon dress? Certainly not to a porcupine convention, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, We've done the dresses for several fashion shows. One time we did it for Fashion Week in New York City for a a designer for his uh, spring collection. Um, They're a little bit rarer than some of the other pieces because they're very time-intensive, and the the piece is relatively small. Um, But, oh, I love getting to work on a dress because they just... When you get to see them walk across the stage and they move like real fabric, it's it's amazing. So, Larry, talk to me a little bit about a piece you did that actually would fit right into the balloon fiesta here. You made a real flying balloon sculpture out of latex balloons where someone actually flew in it. Explain this. Yeah, back in 2003, cluster balloonist uh, John Minamiya said that he wanted to fly a balloon sculpture, that he flew clusters of balloons a lot in the past. And, you know, he had been doing this. This is a big project of his to fly in every state. And he said, but it would be more fun to fly a balloon sculpture rather than just a cluster of balloons. And I had heard about this and I've always been interested in flight. And we got in touch with each other and said, hey, let's give it a shot. And we built this octopus that actually flew over Lake Ontario, that John piloted it. Um, beautifully. He, you know, as planned, went up in the air, landed on a boat in uh, Sotus Bay right off of the lake, um, right, you know, as there was the boat he was supposed to land on. And it, it was a spectacular thing to see from the ground or from and, the air. And the great thing was the, the octopus actually, uh, when it descended, it landed on a boathouse. And it looked like this sort of 1950s horror movie where it was, the octopus takes over the house. <laughs> So it was really funny. Before we let you go, are there any tips or advice you'd want to give kids who might be listening and they have a package of these balloons at their house? Um, what 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 advice would you give them for making cool art out of that out of that medium? Well, I mentioned before the crayons, and again, when you were when we were all little kids, we broke a lot of crayons. And remember that and don't, and realize that people always say they're afraid of the balloons popping, but you know what? You broke those crayons until you learned how to use them. So let the balloons pop and, and don't let that scare you. And, and one other handy tip that you, you can use is there's, when you tie the balloon, there's usually a tail at the end. Mm-hmm. You want to leave them room for air or, um, because every time you twist the balloon, you're actually forcing the air into the other end of the balloon. So if you start from the end with a knot in it and twist your way towards the tail, you're leaving room for the air to go because if you start from the opposite direction, that air is going to want to go somewhere. And if it can't go past the knot, it's going to pop. Wow. Good advice. And one thing to mention too, is that uh, the latex balloons are biodegradable, which is nice because we can build these gigantic sculptures. And in the end, you know, we can compost them in the backyard with our kitchen scraps. Wow. Is that true with all latex balloons? With the latex balloons? Yes. Wow. I never knew that. That's fascinating. Natural rubber from rubber trees. So, yes, it's, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. People think they're plastic or they're mixed with plastics, or but they're, they're really not. It's a natural product. 
folks can learn more by going to erigami.com. But uh, Larry Moss and Kelly Cheadle from Rochester, New York, thank you so much for sharing your art with us on the Children's Hour. Thank you. You're listening to the Children's Hour. Today we're learning about ballooning and balloons. And coming up, we're going to hear from the Extinction Diaries on dangers to wildlife that accompany balloon releases. But first, this is the Hip Hop Hootios. Listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back. United Way of North Central New Mexico supports the Children's Hour. Outpost Performance Space in Albuquerque, New Mexico is a proud supporter of the Children's Hour. The Children's Hour is supported in part by an award from New Mexico Arts, a division of the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, and the National Endowment for the Arts. Support for the Children's Hour is also provided by the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Services Department and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Token Ibis is a supporter of the Children's Hour. Learn more at tokenibis.org. You're listening to the Children's Hour, and today we're thinking about balloons. I love learning that balloon animals are often made of biodegradable latex, but not all balloons are safe for our environment. The Extinction Diaries from KFOI are here to tell us more. Extinction Diaries. Based on what we now know, releasing flying or floating balloons should be outlawed. Animals mistake broken pieces or entire balloons for food, but the balloon chokes the throat, stomach, or digestive tract, causing pain, and the organism slowly starves or drowns to death. And some balloon victims are already endangered or close to extinction, like dolphins, whales, and sea turtles. Birds get their beaks and bodies hopelessly entangled in balloon ribbons and bunches of broken balloons. They also eat pieces of balloon, and like plastic that lodges inside of them, the result is a painful death. 
Also similar to plastics, balloons can travel thousands of miles, if not the entire planet, and even biodegradable versions can take as long as seven years to break down. Conservationists and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Agency strongly oppose balloon releases. Five states and many cities now have laws banning or restricting balloon releases, and though more bills are being introduced, a complete ban on balloons is what needs to happen as fast as possible. My name is Rising Moon, and this is a Small World Radio production. Read it in a magazine, see it on TV, hear it from Sierra Club, hear it some from me. Plastic is a no-no in the ocean and the sea. Plastic is a no-no when it's falling from the trees. Please, please don't release that balloon. Tie it to your desk, decorate your room. Please, please don't release that balloon. Find another way to celebrate the afternoon. When they go sailing on a sunny, windy day, they may wind up in the ocean 500 miles away. They look so nice and harmless as they're sailing on their way. They may wind up in a dinner that a dolphin ate that day. Please, please don't release that balloon. Tie it to your desk, decorate your room. Please, please don't release that balloon. Find another way to celebrate the afternoon. Fly them in an atrium to the roof so high Or in the school gymnasium, they'll come down by and by Squeeze them full of helium that makes your voice so high Fly them where you wanna, but don't fly them in the sky Please, please don't release that balloon Tie it to your desk, decorate your room Please, please don't release that balloon Find another way to celebrate the afternoon Instead of sending up your message in balloons, raise your voice and croon like coyotes at the moon. We are coyotes in the wilderness. We are coyotes through all time. We are coyotes on the playground. Desk, decorate your room. Police, police, don't release that balloon. Find another way to celebrate the afternoon. There's so many ways to celebrate the afternoon. I love balloons. This is the balloon song. Sing along with me. Red, red balloon. Bye. 
That was the little blue glow band with the balloon song. And don't release that balloon was Bill Oliver and friends from Have to Have a Habitat. The Extinction Diaries come to us out of KFOI. And since they made that piece, there are now seven states that ban balloon releasing. You're listening to the Children's Hour and you may have seen them high up in the sky. Strange balloons every day flying around. Well, these might be weather balloons. Twice a day, every day of the year, weather balloons are released simultaneously from almost 900 locations worldwide, including 92 released by the National Weather Service in the United States. The balloon flights last for about two hours, and they can drift as far as 125 miles and rise up to over 100,000 feet in the air, which is about 20 miles. Weather balloons are made out of latex or synthetic rubber, and they're filled with either hydrogen or helium. The balloons start out measuring six feet wide before the release, but they expand as they rise, reaching 20 feet in diameter. An instrument called a radio sonde is attached to the balloon to measure pressure, temperature, and relative humidity as the balloon ascends up into the atmosphere. These instruments will have to endure temperatures that might be as cold as negative 139 degrees Fahrenheit. And they have to survive in ice, rain, thunderstorms with wind speeds of up to 200 miles an hour. A transmitter on the radio sonde sends the data back to tracking equipment on the ground every one to two seconds. By tracking the position of the radio sonde, the National Weather Service can calculate the wind speed and wind direction. The radio sonde is powered by a small battery. A parachute that is attached to the end of the balloon allows the radio sonde to fall slowly to the ground at speeds less than 22 miles an hour after the balloon will burst. Each radio sonde contains a mailing bag and instructions on what to do if you should find one. About 20% of these 75,000 radio sondes are returned to the National Weather Service, and then they're fixed and reused, which saves the government a lot of money. Weather balloons are the primary source of data above the ground. They provide valuable input for computer forecast models and local data for meteorologists to make forecasts, predict storms, and use that data for research. The computer forecast models using weather balloon data are used by all forecasters worldwide, from the National Weather Service meteorologists to your local TV weather person. 
Without this information, accurate forecasts beyond just a few hours would be almost impossible. You can see a picture of a radio sound and a weather balloon by going to our social media feeds at TCH Radio. You're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm a red balloon, I'm a full moon rising, I'm an apple tree, I'm a lemon drop, I'm a flower petal, I'm heavy metal, I'm two years old and non-stop, I'm two years old and non-stop. I'm a red crayon, I'm a hands-on, I'm a fast tricycle, I'm a sour pickle, I'm a mighty tower, I'm a cold. Thank you. 
see how you've turned in to the fish that you want to be. children's hour and you just heard elena moon park from unhurried journey with flying starfish red balloon was francis england from mind of my own you can learn a lot more about balloons by going to childrenshour.org look for this episode ballooning we also would love to hear from you go to childrenshour.org and look for the contact us menu item Thanks so much for listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone, and we're going to go out with one more. This is Poi Dog Pondering. We'll catch you next time for another edition of the Children's Hour. Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. Our show was written by Katie Stone with lots of help from all of us on the kids' crew. 
You can find photos, links, learn-along guides, and more about us at childrenshour.org. Today's show was produced by me, Katie Stone, with a lot of help from Christina Stella, our senior producer. We also had help from Jenna Ritchie and Mrs. Shannon Estes from our Title I School Projects. Find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or go to our patreon.com slash the children's hour. Or ask your smart speaker to play the children's hour podcast. We post our photos and more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us at TCH Radio. Our theme music was written by C.K. Barlow. The Children's Hour is distributed by PRX, the Public Radio Exchange, and by the Pacifica Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.